I think it should never be permitted to happen again. That is very good. Hello everyone and welcome to the Cricket Podcast with me, Jack Hope, Max Roy Brown. Hello. And Ross Legg. Good evening. It's a special edition of the show this week. We've left it a couple of weeks, haven't we lads? Yeah, just to calm down from the season. The season was so good. The, The whole of cricket... Whole of cricket. The whole of summer was unbelievable. The yeah. summer of cricket. The summer of cricket. The summer of 2019, the greatest cricket summer ever, probably. Um, no, it's not even a problem about yeah. it, definitely. Um, from an English point of view. From an English point of view. Yeah, we lost the Ashes. <laughs> <laughs> we drew it. We bloody drew it. We drew the World Cup final. Uh, we drew the Ashes. We didn't, we didn't, yeah, we didn't lose them. We just failed to regain them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll have another go. <laughs> it's fine. Um, this week on the Cricket Podcast, we will be reviewing the 2019 Summer of Fun. Uh, we'll be looking forward at England's new coaching appointment and some changes to the test team, and we'll be speaking about India and some other cricketing goings on. Um, before we get on with that, uh, as the first question to sort of review the summer, uh, let's start on a low note. Uh, <laughs> like all good uh, yeah. media outlets do. That's what you need. That's what you need when you're listening to this on your morning commute. What bit of the summer depressed you the most? Yeah, exactly. And now you're into October. I uh-huh. hate your life. I hope for your sake it's not a Monday. Um, for for you two lads, um, what what did you least enjoy about the 2019 summer of love? Um, personally, I saw Steve Smith hit over 350 runs live. Mm-hmm. That's pretty shit. Yeah. Uh, Is that in two days? Yeah. 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 That's yeah. A lot. That's a lot of Steve Smith. Quite, quite a lot. <laughs> and he's, he's like, let's see, he's a really good player, but not very nice batsman to watch when you're when you're live. Also, I was sat in the Fosters party stand at Old Trafford, and there wasn't much partying going on. It was just freezing cold. Oh. I was about fifteen rows from the top, and it was just yeah. horrible. Well, hey, at least there was lots of lovely Fosters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fosters six pound a pint. Strongbow six pound a pint. Terrible. Not, not what I would call a good call. Call it out, Manchester. Um, Max, what was your least favourite moment? Mine's summer? mine's a personal one, a okay. personal moment. Oh, like Typ- typically um, selfish, Max. <laughs> yeah, naturally. Um, and it goes back to one of my uh, less uh, orthodox dismissals from from cricket this year. There there are a number to choose from, but the one I've gone for that was the, that left me the most crestfallen was when I uh, swept the ball onto my own stumps in the follow through. Of a sweep shot, second ball of my innings. So it wasn't the what time? When it you... wasn't the time where I smashed my own stumps over trying to hook it. No, <laughs> and it, it was the other one. It wasn't the time you back heeled it onto the stumps. Either. No, it wasn't that one. <laughs> no, off the slowest bowler imaginable. I mean, as, as a top three, that's a, that's a pretty good. Pretty good I, goal, I reckon right? ITV could drag out a show on ITV Two from nine o'clock about Max's dismissals of the 2019 summer. Well, kind of like a crime watch, kind of well, re- no, you recreating know, the, them. The ones where they get the really like shit Z-list celebrities to come on and talk about how, where they were when it happened and what they thought of it <laughs> uh, there are quite a few worst moments well, no, from an England point of view normally it's pretty easy to pinpoint like the worst moment of the summer and, um, yeah, no, 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 <laughs> and normally it, it ends with an England captain resigning <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or a big flare getting sacked or like uh, yeah, a matter of text exchange that goes wrong <laughs> and, like your best player and the captain <laughs> they're all my mates Ness <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah there wasn't really one of those Uh, I I did go for an England moment though I I thought the worst moment um, was I think it was the Edge Baston test after Steve Smith sort of rescued Australia and then battered us Mm. uh, and then went mad on day four and it was obvious what was going to happen Mo and Ali was bowling 
and he moonballed him, like, <laughs> lobbed, lobbed Steve Smith. <laughs> and I think and at that point it felt like losing the Ashes would be inevitable. Uh, I've got a second back, a uh, second sort of point in, the, in England performance. So Jason Royce forward defensive. That was a worse. It's moment. Not great. That was a poor moment for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't so much a moment as a, <laughs> a, a consistency. <laughs> So I can't believe you're doubting the Ed Smith Maverick genius. That, that's, that's unbelievable. Is it uh, no, I, I think I think the problem with this one is that he was pressured into that decision. I don't think that was Ed Smith's uh, personal decision. I think that was you know that was media pressure that got Joe, uh, Jason Roy into the side. Really, was it? And uh, and uh, Ed Smith, yeah, white and cloud cleans of that. Couldn't I, do a thing wrong. I'm sure I heard an interview with Ed Smith where he was talking about the selection of Jason Roy and saying last summer when we played India after India we still had no opener mm. and or Cook had retired he sat down with Rue and they discussed whether they would pick Roy and whether he should open the batting if England won the World Cup and Roy had a good World Cup and Rue and Smith were like yeah that was a great plan great plan yeah um, that, sounds, that sounds much more realistic I mean, like, than the complete baseless nonsense I've just made up <laughs> yeah. Look, don't, don't get me wrong Jason Roy is a quality player his hand-eye coordination is ridiculous. His technique is fantastic with attacking cricket. Yeah. However, you can't just transcend that into, yeah. into test cricket. He's against, not, he's, against a formidable pace attack as well. Let's yeah. not forget. And, let's see, I mean, Tim Murtagh. <laughs> Mark, I can't remember his name. Mark Adair. Mark Adair. Yeah. He was good. Boyd Rankin. Yeah, he was. He Boyd was. Rankin, ex-England Super Hero. Mark Adair was pushing the low 80s. Yes. Yes. Uh, lads, uh, it's good to hear your worst moments of the year. Uh, if you've got anything at home that you'd like to share with us, maybe we've missed a clear in the obvious worst moment of the year. I, I, I like a personally bad one. Yeah. yeah. Actually, from uh, really so we, we, had, we had the story uh, of, uh, of the guy who got out for hitting the ball into a tree. So, you know, anything, anything like anything that would be great. Um, mm-hmm. Get in touch with us at the Cricket Pod on Twitter and Instagram or thecricketpod at gmail.com. Uh, that's the intro done. We'll have a quick break. And then we'll be on with best moment, best batsman, best bowler, best overall player, the Spirit of Cricket Award, and who's been the biggest dick? Best podcast ever! This ended apparently in the early hours of Saturday morning with the all-rounder capsizing a pedalo at Senior Team Hotel. She's gone for four. Ireland have won. They've bitten England. England's World Cup future hangs in the balance. The Bangladesh Tigers have knocked the England Lions out of the World Cup. The Cricket World Cup 2019. Gattel's going to push for two. They've got to go. It's got to throw. It's got to go to the keepers in. He's got it. England have won the World Cup by the barest of margins. By the barest of all margins. Absolute ecstasy for England. Agony. Agony for New Zealand. Well, we've got the worst moment of the summer out of the way uh, from all of our points of view. Uh, Should we, we bounce straight to the best moment of the year? I think it's a great idea. So the best, well, best moment of the summer of 2019, because we know the best moment of the year was actually in the West Indies when England finally won a test, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
was the Hundo introduced this year? Was it no, last, last year? last year. That was the best moment last year. Best moment, like, best moment ever, really. Uh, how, <laughs> <laughs> it was going to pale in comparison to what I'm about to say. Um, Everything just renders in, well, insignificant, isn't it? Right, rounded back up. Best moment of 2019, summer, cricket summer, England, Northern Hemisphere, Ross. So, the World Cup final is, an e- is probably an easy pick. Uh, yeah, that is pretty easy. Pick. But it's not a moment, is it? That was a game. The, the moment within that game is yeah. obviously when Ben Stokes dived and yeah. it hit his cricket bat. <laughs> yeah. And then there was so much of the stuff afterwards going, Ben Stokes asked the umpire, don't let those runs down, <laughs> take them off after. Bollocks, did he? So that is like, there's, not, there's not a chance that happens. Not a chance. Um, and there's also when Butler ran out Guptill in the super over. Another moment, another fine moment. Um, but my favourite moment, um, actually, the whole song was watching the Headingley Test. So watching the Headingley Test, watching Stokes and Jack Leach bat out, and then seeing Stokes just crash it to the boundary of the last ball should, in most people's eyes, be the best moment. Best moment for me: watching Nathan Lyon drop the ball <laughs> as it was thrown into him <laughs> when he could have run Jack Leach out. Yeah, uh, that was good. Now, now, when um, you say Ross that that should be the best moment for everyone. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to have to change my moment now because you've gone for the same one as me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. I, went, I went around. Vind- you, must have been, you must have been listening to me going, he's going around the houses, around the... Oh, and he's yeah, completely yeah. done. There we go. He's driven through the front I wall. thought it was a sort of a glorious one-two where we had um, Jack Leach, the should have run out, the, yeah. the recreation of 1999, the Australian semi-final beat South Africa, mm-hmm. the Lion drops the ball. I mean, he would have been a hero. There would have been photos of them running on the pitch and oh. champagne going off, uh, but there wasn't. Um, Shame, but you know what? It, like, as a true professional, he followed it up with a really fucking good ball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and Stokes just plumb every double. You, yeah. <laughs> not, not given. <laughs> so I probably say my moment was the not LBW. Okay, okay, was definitely LBW. What I really liked about that thing as well was that Tim Payne had acknowledged how bad he'd been with DRS like, the whole way through yeah. the thing. Yeah. And then he was just like, yeah, we're not going to do it again. Pat Cummings, so the LBW to Leach, was like a pitched outside leg. And yeah. Tim Payne, don't, no, don't, no, that's not don't. what happened. So Cummings said, mm. oh, I don't review it, he hit it. And what? Payne behind the stumps, yeah, this is genuinely true. Yeah. Payne behind the stumps was like, he definitely didn't hit it, but it might have bounced outside the line. And Cummings was like, oh, I didn't bounce outside the line. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. A comedy oh, of the rules. <laughs> They're all idiots. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> So, yeah. Um, okay, so yeah. That's a strong opening start, yeah. back. So that's, that's yeah. well, I mean, you could just say Stokes and we've got b- balls two, three or four in a row there. <laughs> well, actually, no, I was, I was, uh, I was thinking maybe uh, that, you know, given those two have gone, uh, I'd perhaps... Yeah, fuck it, Stokes hit that. <laughs> that side, that side angle. Uh, well, it is, Stokes it, is roaring. It is a test match that we had no right to win. It was is our, be- is our best moment and we won the the World Cup that we were sitting there going that's the only kind of target we really had for the, week, yeah. for the year I mean Test cricket is the ultimate that's yeah. the lesson to be learned from that I, I have to say I did think that the World Cup final was a better cricket match than, yeah. the, than that test yeah I do, I do uh, agree yeah. I'd say that that moment was fantastic but the whole, the World Cup final was a great final Nip and tuck, any, ebb and in, flow. In any sport, that would have been like the all-time greatest final. Like, like that's better than like Istanbul. Uh, it was just no. And what I, what I loved about it was it was on terrestrial TV and Sky. 
and everyone just got completely caught up in it. Like people were talking about it for weeks. We're still talking about it now. It's in October. Oh, well, we are a cricket podcast. Yeah. Stop, don't remember my point. Hey, don't remember my point. Largely our job. Doing a review of the 2019 summer. But, so, but we're still talking about it. So people come up to it work. Made it, it, it made it in there, Jack. Oh, people come to work know that I do the podcast, but they just come up to work and they had no interest in cricket before, and now they come and be like, absolutely loved it. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to them being terribly disappointed next year. Yeah. So yeah, it was good. It was on free to air as well. That was a great moment. Um, but yeah, I just don't think that's the whole Stokes thing. That was from an England point of view, probably the greatest comeback. Maybe in English sport, I just can't think of another occasion where England have been. England, we're like what we do. Well, the England football is, team aren't well known for coming back. So we, what we generally do as a nation is like crush the people that are a bit worse than us. Yeah, and then fold to anyone a bit stronger than us. We've been doing it for centuries. Like we conquered a large portion of the globe <laughs> with these tactics, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we've we've carried this with sports. So it was like very odd to see England uh, against the odds. Mm-hmm. Um, come out and do something like that. He took a real sport. stranglehold of that game, didn't he? <laughs> Fucking hell. I was... um, <laughs> oh dear. Um, so that's the best moment. Allegedly. That's the best moment. Um, should we best you really bowler? tried to squeeze that one in, didn't you? Oh, God. Sorry. Nice. Best bowler. Best bowler. Um, there are a few candidates. Max, why don't you start us off with this one? Um, I reckon, well, there's a few people worth a mention. Yeah, um, oh, so you can do uh, some nominees. And yeah, some yeah, nominees and things. Can, can yeah. I just, can I just a bit like you both did. Can I just clarify here? So, are we doing England's best bowler? No, no, we're doing the best bowler. There's lots of World Cup players. Yeah. Um, particularly when we get to batsmen, there's lots of batsmen. Yeah, yeah fine. Uh, so, I'm saying Bummer is worth a shout. Really good in the World Cup and uh, also in Indian tests this summer has been. Yeah. Yeah, it's just wiping the floor with everyone in front of him. He's got a stress fracture now, though, hasn't he? So yeah, that's, that's bad uh, for him. So, so, I don't, so I don't know if uh, <laughs> it's bad for him. It's too bad for Good him. analysis. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what I'm here that for. That will affect his ability to bowl 88 miles an hour. <laughs> so if you uh, if you find yourself a little bit bored, um, the Indian cricket players have incredible Instagram accounts. Do they? Uh, they are just ludicrous. It's, it's almost a they're. Tourists like everywhere they go, mm-hmm. obviously. But Bumra is especially fantastic. There's a picture of him in London, like in a nondescript place in London, and he's just like, "Love London," and you couldn't tell he's there. Like, there's, no, there's nothing in the background. There's no. There is literally nothing to suggest that he's in London, other than him saying he's in London. So if you get a chance, they're, they're just worth Starbucks behind him. <laughs> Where else in the world do you find somewhere that's got this good coffee? Sorry, Max, I interrupted. That's fine. So, yeah, Bummerer, worth a mention. Yeah. But, uh, mainly for his Instagram account, apparently. Yeah, uh, so it would seem. Uh, Archer, worth a mention, Warfare, mainly yeah. for his tweets. Um, <laughs> the social media rundown of best bowlers. Keep yeah. going. Who's um, yeah. no, <laughs> most on Pinterest? <laughs> well, that'd be Jimmy Nation. Um, no, I think uh, best bowler for me has got to go to Camo. Come dog million. Yeah, come dog Pat Cummins has been bowling solidly all summer. He must be absolutely knackered. But he had he, he bowled well in the World Cup. But in the in the Ashes, he was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I think just consistently excellent. Yeah. yeah, I think like if you look at some of his statistics against other fast bowlers as well, 
it definitely is like the fastest to 200 wickets or whatever it is. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. average with that. Yeah, I, I agree. And there's that bit where it turns around and he's, just, he's so consistent. Like Hazelwood's especially good as well. Siddle's still yeah. very good at kind of just hitting that line and just, it's just relentless yeah. pressure. Well, I mean, Australia have got that fleet of excellent fast bowlers, but I think it tells its own story and is the only one who played every test match. Yeah, but at the same time, you can also sit there. As much as Pat Cummins is amazing, he's also human because when Ben Stokes smashed that ball to the boundary, it was his shit delivery <laughs> that he crunched through the covers. And that is why he is my best bowler. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I thought about making Cummins my bowler of the summer as well. I didn't in the end, uh, but he is very, very good. Mm-hmm. Who's, who's, who did you pick there? I went with Joffre Archer. So yeah. I went with the narrative... Uh, mm. A choice, I suppose. So the the guy who, uh, I mean, wasn't in the team. Then he was in the team, and then he was sort of rested from the team immediately. Do you, I mean, <laughs> like, do you remember this in the, yeah. at the start series? Played like a, a game, and then like opened the bowling for like three overs in the in the second match, mm. and then was rested for like three games. Like, We've seen enough. We've seen enough, guys. <laughs> He's got two legs. He's in. Um, people were writing articles about him. I, I, a couple of people, I think Barney Ronne in the uh, in the Guardian wrote something about not picking Archer. Or this was during the IPL. He said, "Well, why is why is Archer?" He wrote an article to the effect of, "Why is Archer in the IPL when he should be playing for Sussex to prove he can bowl ten overs fouls?" So this, this is what <laughs> is that logic? Like what is? It? I don't know, but like, so he came. He was obviously wasn't in the team. Then he was in the team. Then he really annoyed all the Australians by being really good. Uh, <laughs> then he like lidded the wicketkeeper in the semi-final. Well, although I said, and this is kind of a sliding doors kind of moment where kind of Jimmy Anderson kind of injured in the first test. Yeah. But if we pick Joffre instead of Jimmy. In that one, if if you if we might have been, yeah. well, we'd said, have had uh, another bowler. That would have been quite well, helpful. I think beyond that, I think you said at the time, Ross, that we got them sort of seven down and then didn't clean up the tail. Yeah, yeah. Like we just didn't have anyone quick enough or good enough when the ball got a bit soft to yeah. get and, Siddle out quickly. Yeah. and then he got in. I think he was and the bowlers have been through a lot of work as well. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. it. And had we bowled them out for 150, which we should have done. Yeah, like we'd probably win that test. Yeah, but do you know what? Steve Smith doesn't get 150 in like dying of god mode. <laughs> I, think, I think this is the bit where um, I think England's uh, and Edge Baston's marketing team have to take some of the blame. Well, they, they didn't do the selection. No, 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 there is no way in sport that you should turn around and kind of go call it Fortress Edge Baston. You're yeah, just asking for trouble. Yeah. And then when they, right. then the groundsman put their thing up, didn't they? They put the World Cup final or the World Cup semi-final score. Up on the oh, score Do you remember, um, yeah. remember the other thing? Like, Way to um, wind them up, right? When Tim Payne, uh, this was discussed in a few podcasts and articles, Tim Payne said he didn't think Edgebaston was in the top 15 most intimidating places to play cricket in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, it turned out, like, it just wasn't that intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. It is a good atmosphere there, but, like, it, it, with England cricket fans don't do intimidating. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. So um, my my best bowl of the summer. I'll just finish with Joffre though, like because I didn't really get into the test stuff. Obviously, he came in and mm-hmm. then made a massive difference in that Lord's test. I think he took a five for his first innings as a bowler. Almost killed Steve Smith. <laughs> Nearly killed Steve Smith. Um, then he had like a sort of a game off again at the for the old Trafford test, and then sort of finished. Yeah. So he was really strong with another five for 
it's got a bowling average of about 15 or something. I, mean, I know no one can bat on either team except Steve Smith, but um, <laughs> it's still been a pretty good summer all round for the yeah. uh, for the chap. Yeah, I think so. I completely, I completely agree. It's, it's always quite funny when you see uh, when you hear the commentators go. There's only a few people in the world who can clear out bars like Joffrey Archer. What's this? Uh, I was thinking, what other bowlers are you leaving yeah, the bar no. to go and actually see, no, see I, Archer? I, in the, for the first test I was working from home, I actually, when, when Joffrey Archer came on the bowl, I just like took an hour <laughs> to watch it. Like it was that, uh, yeah, that you, big you got the wrong way around. What you want to do is go and get a pint because the bar has gone. Oh, <laughs> Load up, get five. Classic, <laughs> classic, yes. um, you and your fucking Surrey membership straight to the bar. All right, Rossi, uh, so what's your, what's your um, bowler? Complete change of gear, complete change of team. Colin de Grandad. Oh, Colin de Grandholm. Like, <laughs> the guy. The guy is a testament to every single club cricketer out there. Yeah. Who just a bit of like determination, bit of discipline. The works on my line and length. Just working line and length, and you can bowl for New Zealand. And I'm, it is and a, almost it, win the World Cup. It is, final. No, it is. It is an absolute. Tra- the worst moment I think for New Zealand, or just in cricket, in, in, in general cricket terms, for beating England. Why did Kane Williamson choose Trent Bolt? I know he's amazing, but England could not hit Colin de Grandhome off the square. How, risky, bowl him in a super how over. risky is that, though? Bowling a things. mid-70s bowler in a super over. Uh, yeah, oh, well, I, I, I kind of agree with this. I think it's one of those things where if you if it goes wrong, you look like him. Fool. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, uh, like the Panaka penalty. Yeah. yeah. It's, oh, it's such a bold shout, isn't um, it, to do it? But it might have been, I mean, like, considering, like, what do we get, like, 20 runs off his 10 overs, two wickets, or yeah. three wickets, or something like that? Like, literally could not hit the ball. Like, there was keep, no, keep her standing up. There was no game plan. There wasn't yeah. even, like, we nudge it round, like, pick up some runs. Then again, was, no one really tried, did they? So it got to a stage where England had tried hitting it about a bit and they realised after about five overs of the Grandhomme's overs that it wasn't happening and they just blocked him out because he's too good. Yeah. I think, I think a good choice, for, a two good choices, three good choices for bowler of the summer there. Cummins. Archer. Oh, that was yours. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and the Grandhomme. <laughs> <laughs> Catering for everybody's needs. Yeah. Uh, next on our list of fun. Best batsman, Steve Smith. Steve Smith. Yeah, Mr. Steve Smith. Next. Uh, <laughs> there's there are some notable mentions. Yeah. So there? definitely so like the World Cup. Okay, was, the World so Cup there, there, was, there was a hitting masterclass from some of the batsmen involved. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> well, Warner played well in the World Cup. Jason Roy played Roy, well. Both Bairstow. of them didn't. That didn't translate. Yeah, Roy, Bairstow, Sharman, Sharman, very good. Coley, not so much. Uh, Kane Williamson. Yeah, most of the time he was out was pretty unlucky, wasn't it? He didn't didn't get get out out very often. Who? Williamson. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, and then Shaquille. Um, yeah. Uh, did you know that Steve Smith's 774 runs in the Ashes series is the most is more runs than any England batsman ever has scored in a home series? I didn't know that is a great stat. <laughs> no, I'm not, su- not surprised though. Yeah, I'm not surprised either. Oh, but there's like 120 years of home test matches. Yeah, but we've been playing Australia five matches every three summers or four summers. Mm-hmm. We've played India and South Africa. Well, when they were bad, when they were really, really bad. <laughs> and no England player, no Cook, Gooch, Gatting, Peterson, Peterson, yeah, Boycott, yeah. yeah, none of them. Managed more than seven, I think seven hundred seventy-two was the best bowling. So I think if not far off, I, I do think if uh, I do think if people gave Rob Key more of a chance, maybe he would have achieved something <laughs> like that. 
Uh, well, the other thing is, Steve Smith, he also missed three innings. Yeah. No, it was two and a half, wasn't it? Did he miss no, the, three? It was the first yeah, innings yeah, he yeah. got trounced. Yeah. yeah. yeah we just he, could have got, he could have got a thousand. It was just incredible. He genuinely could have got a thousand. There was, a, there, was a, there, was like a, there was like a three over period where you think, right when he comes to bat, you're just like, we've got a chance here. Yeah. There's always like half a chance or yeah. there's something that's going on. And then from that moment, he's just like, oh no, I'm the best person in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and then just sort of smashed it. Oh, around. I remember. So that brings us on to best overall player of the 2019 summer. Stokesy! Stokesy. Yeah. You're so basic. You're so basic. I know, I'm a basic bitch. I've just done Smith again. But I don't care. Smith again. Well, I mean, I don't think anyone else would be better than Smith. No, anything. I'm not giving him him two awards, fuck's sake. I mean, like, Steve Smith's summer has been, like, Lionel Messi. Good. (laughs) Yeah, but But Stokesy's a bit of bowling as well. And he took that ridiculous catch. Did he? And was involved in the two best moments. Yeah, that is very true. Well, from an England point of view. Yeah, and I'm English. So. <laughs> I think I'm contractually obliged to say that Ian Bell was the best player. Did <laughs> yeah, he play a game all summer? No, he was no. injured, didn't he? Was he ruptured his Achilles? I think he was well, he'll be back to Better than ever. Oh, there's, a, there's a place in that South African tour with his name written all over it. Hopefully, yeah. Um, uh, Ross, who was your best player of the year? It was Bell. <laughs> is, that, is that serious? <laughs> no, I think uh, the sledgehammer of eternal justice. <laughs> I think uh, you look at how good some of the players were at the World Cup, and you yeah. mentioned Shakib. Yeah. Like, incredible, like, absolutely incredible. On the world stage, like, they turned up. There were so many players who were, they were kind of there or thereabouts, and he turned up with Shakib. And so you're going Shakib. I'll go, I'll go Shakib, just just purely to keep it a little bit, a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're trying to be too hipster. Okay, well, yeah, there's, 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 there's go, Kane Williamson uh, was incredible. Stokes was incredible. Smith was incredible. So I'm going to have to pick Alex Hales. <laughs> <laughs> um, He's high on my list. So two more things that, that were good about the summer. Uh, the spirit of cricket, cricket was good. Yeah. It was a good spirit uh, most of the summer. Yeah, was there any examples of bad spirit? Well, I don't know. We're, we're going with the good spirit first. We can oh, is there a bad spirit? Uh, Matthew, 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 Matthew Wade's pretty bad spirit, isn't he? It's because he's, got, it's he's tiny. Short, angry man. <laughs> he's he's genuinely tiny. But on, uh, the, on the good side, there must be something good about the summer. What was your, what was your happy moment for humanity? Oh, it's got to be Pavel Florin. Right, that's a good shout. So, yeah. who is Pavel Florin for those? So who's... Pavel Florin, the uh, Romanian cricketer, who was playing for CFR Cluj in the uh, Euro Cricket ten over slam. ten over. I think it was a Euro Cricket Slam, wasn't it? No, that's the uh, Pornhub ran out of money somehow. Um, Pornhub's Euro Slam never got no, to the ground. It was a club competition for the winners of various domestic leagues across continental Europe, yeah. and uh, Pavel Florin is a man who fell in love with cricket after seeing some people play it on a local field. He's not particularly good. He's just he'd just broken his leg, bad. And, <laughs> and he gained he gained notoriety for his uh, unorthodox bowling action. But he said, "I don't care. I just love playing cricket." Is it is it something to be said for um, like just spending six months in a place like Cluj and just going to play in this European competition? What top up your average? Yeah, you, you go. Look, there's no doubt in my head that we went if we went out to Romania, yeah. we'd be pretty good. You'd be reckon. Yeah, you'd probably be in the in the best ten or eleven players in Romania. Yeah, I yeah. And there's that bit of going. You could play some European cricket. That'd be great. Yeah, you could also live streamed on YouTube. Um, uh, so I think, I, think, I think it's a good suggestion for Max. Actually, I, I quite think that. in the nations that are quite good that you might want to go and live in. Though, no offense to Romania here. Uh, uh, wait, here's this question: Have you ever been to Romania? 
No, have you? So, so let's not well, let's not go yeah, down that. No, I point. But I know you can get thirty six pound return flights to Cluj if we if we wanted to go on tour. So you could, you could, <laughs> you could commute for a Saturday <laughs> game. <laughs> you could just be like, oh, I'll, I'll be there. Might might miss meet time a little bit every now and again because of the EasyJet flights. But you could. Pavel Thorin once drove five hundred kilometers overnight to be at a cricket game. So no, I think he does it every weekend because there's only one cricket pitch in Romania. Right, and it's in Bucharest. And the team, they, they travel from Cluj, which is fine. That, just got, that is such a statement. There is only one cricket pitch in Romania. Um, okay, so yeah, uh, Max, that, I think that is a great opening suggestion. They're right? playing against professional people, though. So, like, Pavel Florence turning up, and, like, Holland are sending, like, their professional team. Mate, they're... Mm, mm. <laughs> 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 Imagine turning up a Dirk yeah. Nenis. <laughs> so, I mean, like, yeah, he used to bowl at nearly 100 miles an hour, but now he only bowls about 90. That'd be terrible. Um, yeah, so back, uh, we've got, sorry, Ross, what was your, your happy moment? Take us to your happy place. So, Jack Leach, the emergence of Jack Leach as just a cult hero, yeah. I think, is a, as a, as a pretty spectacular kind of thing. Uh, I must admit, I really disliked Sheldon Cottrell. After the um, West Indies tour, yeah, and actually, did he win you over? He won me over. <laughs> I, mean, uh, I, love, I love the salute. Yeah. Um, and because he retweeted us, because yeah, he just, follows us on Twitter. Yeah, just, just <laughs> but an all-round general guy. And if he wants to come on the show, he's more than welcome to. <laughs> um, but it's, it's, it's characters like that that you need in cricket. There's there's so much stuffiness still that exists. And there's so much fakeness that you see it when people go like they're after a game. They're going, to, oh, got to do it for the fans. Love the fans. The fans were great about this. It's just a PR company behind, say, Stokes or Root. So, but I think my best moment was when Owen Morgan had the press conference and was all about talking about diversity and all things like that. And then someone was like, luck of the Irish. And then he brought in, oh, actually, we had um, kind of Allah on our side and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And for me, for an England cricket captain to turn around and do something like that was just as monumental. Can you imagine Michael Vaughan doing that, Mister Daily Mail? Like, just would, just wouldn't happen. So uh, yeah, that Owen, Owen Morgan just being captain of England for me was. The Think about that, Michael Vaughan's England teams. They were quite white. <laughs> <laughs> now, obviously, obviously, we should refute any allegations. I don't want to start a conspiracy. <laughs> Oh, uh, Shah a few times maybe yeah, played that. Pit Cram Solanke was knocking around, wasn't yeah. it? But, Bapara uh, in his early days. Uh, it's not looking good for Vaughan, is it? Yeah, yeah. The plot thickens on that one. <laughs> uh, Jack, what about yourself? Uh, I actually haven't noted, noted anything down. I think uh, Pavel Florin was uh, was the standout moment. It's quite hard to look beyond that. Um, yeah, it just embodied everything about the spirit yes. of cricket, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, Stokes walked, but I think that might be because Stokes is stupid. I, well, I don't know that for sure either. I think uh, <laughs> I, I think I don't know if that was a pure fair play move. <laughs> I'd like I'd like to give an honourable spirit mention to uh, New, the New Zealand team in the World Cup final after that ball cannoning off Stokes's bat and going for four overthrows. They are very uh, nice. And at they? the end of the game, they're all just like, happens, doesn't it? Like fair play to England, they were excellent, they deserved it. Every single one of them was completely magnanimous. And could you imagine if it were the Aussies on the end of that? They would be spitting tax. It would have been the best day in history. <laughs> that and, and being the, if that happens when India did it, or like Coley Missfield, oh, pop that straight into my veins. <laughs> um, well, that's that's all very good. As that brings us to the last of our sort of roundup awards, if you like, um, biggest dick of the summer. 
Um, I've got quite a few candidates here. Could you rattle through them? Talk through. through. So I've got the England team selection people picking James Anderson in the first test. <laughs> I mean, he's so the calf injury is so bad that he's not being picked for the New yeah. Zealand test, which is still he's now, he's now actually off. training with Man City in a bid to save his career from a serious calf injury. Yeah, so that was that was a dick move by everyone involved. What position is he going to play? <laughs> Uh, I've got uh, the Pakistan new coach selection process. Yeah. Lost <laughs> <laughs> 2 0 to Sri Lanka in the T20. Mr. quote was Pakistan are bad in all areas. At least he's not singling for, anyone out. For people who don't know too much about that, basically what happened was after the World Cup, uh, Pakistan did kind of okay. They were going to keep Mickey Arthur on. The president of the country, <laughs> ex international cricketer, uh, overruled the decision of the Pakistani cricket board uh, to make sure that Mickey Arthur was fired. Uh, Mickey Arthur was then replaced by Misbah, who was the head of the Pakistani cricket board and had written the guidance for who got to be on the board. And one of the things he said was, "You need two years experience coaching the international side," which he didn't have. <laughs> 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 uh, so well done there uh, Afghanistan's Cricket World Cup meltdown and beyond yeah oh, it was so disappointing <laughs> I went to the World Cup preview and we all had so much hope for Afghanistan and just the internal politics just completely did them over like yeah. it was unbelievable yeah they went um, a bit England really didn't they with that one yeah I mean they they fired their captain but didn't drop him in the squad appointed a captain who wasn't really yeah, the captain before the uh, then they sent home their talisman wicketkeeper Shazad, who claimed he wasn't injured, although they said he was injured. Uh, then they brought back their captain, who'd been dropped from the team into the team, who was then just sort of captaining the team. Like, he was directing the players. Uh, Afghan, the, he was he basically overruled Naid. Uh, and then the captain himself managed to blow a couple of games by bowling himself at like really oh. terrible moment. So all around a shocker. But uh, but. They now have Rashid Khan, captain in all yes. three formats. Yeah, and, and beat Bangladesh. And they beat Bangladesh in, their, yeah. in their, was it, one of their first um, test, test matches. matches. Yeah. So, and, yeah, so, and Bangladesh oh. have lost every team they've played for the first time. Ireland's the only one left. Ireland are the only, the only team they ever played. played yeah. Yeah. So Ireland, but Af- so, Afghanistan cricket on the up, but yeah. that's not the category. Dick, um, of the, Dick of the Summer. Dick of the Summer, final one. Uh, Dave Warner. Mate, just to be Dave Warner he, 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 and been out uh, seven times I think <laughs> yeah, see, that's thing. For, for me Dave Warner redeemed himself by being out to Stuart Broad seven times well, I've, ne- I've never seen anything quite like, like what that was like they're just ha- someone just in the public eye the having, some, having something over someone and just repeatedly just beating yeah. this person seven out of ten times <laughs> pretty bad to be honest um in all different yeah. ways as Average well. Bold, less, edge behind, strangled down the legs. Less stuff. than Jack Leach. Yep. So did Jason Roy. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they're my nominations. I've not really got one that's better than the others. I think maybe picking Anderson. That was a fucking stupid move. Uh, it was a travesty, <laughs> wasn't it? Really, really poor. Uh, Ross, what have you got? Um, I, I, mean, I, I actually quite agree with the selection panel for England. Like, there is clearly quite a lot of good cricketers 
who could have tried to at least fill the void in the opener space. Like I know they love Jason Roy, and they love them, but just like, you know, this experiment's going to go great. Don't try it in the ashes. Yeah. Uh, go with, like, who can bat time? Rory Burns... Like fantastic! Yeah. What a, what a finding! Still really. the place. Like what what, what a, someone going? Oh, what a finding! He did hit the most county runs in the last five years. <laughs> but actually, yeah. trusting that was not too bad. Like Dom Sibley is now part of the setup. Zach Crawley was there. Like picking a genuinely a genuine opening batsman might have been quite a good thing to do. Zach Crawley is an interesting one because he hasn't performed as well as a, a number of other we'll get on to that county championship later. players. That's later. That's, that's, that's for that's the squad future. chat. That's future cricket podcast. Yeah, um, getting ahead of myself. Apologies. Um, so you say you you would agree with selection issues? I, do, I just think selection boards for every country. It's not just England. Oh, they are bad, like the, the the people who are actually there on are them. very few that get it right. I mean, like West Indies fired their whole board, imported a new board, picked a whole new team. It, just it, before the World Cup. India, the India the India board and the India players clearly hate each other, and then they have to put in front to the media that go, we don't hate each other, and then the media just hate them both. But they love coat. It's just like what is going on? But you know, I reckon selection panels across the country, across the world. They've yeah, had a particularly poor summer, haven't they? It's, it's cricket, like one of. Like, I I don't know how the selection works for say rugby, for instance. Mm. But it, it's just the coach who says, "I want these men," isn't it? Yeah, I assume so. And football, it is the coach who says, yeah. "I want these men." And then so in cricket, cricket, you've got the captain, the board of selectors, the media as well, probably. But, then, but, but this is why people sit there and go, "Oh, the New England coach. That's a, that's a big deal. It's a big deal." Like the captain has so much power. Like, yeah. it, 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 it um, is. Well, in England, the captain is. In Australia, the captain used to be a selector until Michael Clark. Like they. <laughs> well, what's, what's, what's the thing is that the most the most uh, important person in the Australia is the England is the Australian cricket captain and then the prime minister. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, cricket is a foreign policy. Um, Max. What was your dick of the dick of the year moment? Yeah, well, I think uh, you both make a very good point about the selection boards, um, but I thought I'd go slightly slightly different. Yes, and um, prelude to something a little later on the show. It's got to be the hundred launch party. The, the, was there a proper was party? party? Oh, they did some launch event in some warehouse in East London. Where was our invite? I mean, I'm I'm thinking specifically the unveiling of the kits. Oh, and, well, and also it. and also the naming yeah. Yeah. Honestly, the names are atrocious you've the kits absolutely are atrocious I'll tell you what actually. was good though uh, the Oval Wonders whatever they're called Invincibles S- selection of Rory Burns that, that's really good <laughs> cricket thinking <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was, I thought it was Wait, Roy it? and the Currens <laughs> the no no it's Burns if there's one thing that Burns has proven this summer <laughs> is that he can bat for 100 balls yeah <laughs> And that sort of wraps up our review of cricket in 2019 in England. Uh, it was good. What would you rate it out of ten? Did it make it? Did it make a ten? Well, I, 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 yeah. I, I really don't think there's going to be a cricket summer like it for us. Yeah, yeah. So unless, yeah. unless, unless there's a bit where, and this is definitely not against the way the ICC work. England get another World Cup. Well, in, in, in an Ashes <laughs> summer in, 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 in about 10 years yeah. time that, uh, I would well, not be surprised where's the next World Cup that is in India yeah uh, so the one after they'll probably have to put it in Qatar because that seems to be what all sports are doing at the moment 
back. How bad that would be. Imagine putting that World Cup with like Abu Dhabi and Qatar. The irony is... in the summer. Cricket, yeah. Cricket's probably the only sport that you could actually genuinely have there and not... Be, not look completely well, I, would, I would like them to do a shared India-Pakistan World Cup again I think that was complete genius well, by the play, <laughs> play it only in Kashmir no well, no, no they had they had. do you not remember we talked about this in one of the shows they yes, had a World yeah, Cup in, yeah. and your pool games you played every team twice but one in India and one in Pakistan <laughs> um, yeah uh, so it was good it was a good summer uh, how would you we'll finish with this how would you rate England's performance out of 10 I for England yeah. that was probably the best they could have done uh, winning the World Cup 10 out of 10 test match probably a 6 out of 10 7 yeah. I feel they left some, some stuff on the field I'd say 6 so overall I'll, I'll, give it a, I'll give it an 8 which I think is quite positive um, I was, I was going to lean towards a 7 because not winning the Ashes is a bit of a disappointment and we did get bowled out by Ireland for 85 we mustn't forget that yeah <laughs> Um, but hold on, we did beat Pakistan like five 0 in that one day series. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, I still can't believe the first Corporal hospitality game I get to is the Friday, and we just bowled yeah. Ireland out for thirty. And I was just like, go home, um, back to work. The women lost the Ashes. That was pretty bad. Yeah, but to be fair, was, the emergence of comprehensively uh, as well, emergence of an incredible player in um, Healy. So yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, and finally, would you trade the World Cup for the Ashes? No. No. No, I don't think I would either. That's the end of our review of 2019. Um, we'll be back in a second with some current topics, including things like England's new coach. The Hundo. England's new test team. <laughs> Max? <laughs> I think you've got everything there. <laughs> <laughs> We love hearing from our listeners, so please follow us at The Cricket Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Or if you have a great story like Scotty G did about the Hayden Way, Matthew Hayden's personal website, we want to hear about it. So from wherever you're from, send us in a great story and we'll read out on the show. Email us on thecricketpod at gmail.com. Thank you very much. So the England team... Uh, the cricket team, they have two or three shiny new things. Um, the first of the two new things is the T20 team. Uh, we're playing, I didn't know this until I looked it up this morning, uh, we're playing a five-match T20 series against New Zealand coming up in December. Who's excited to stay up all night and watch some of those games? Um, <laughs> definitely <laughs> silence. <laughs> so it, it, Did you even know that was happening? I, no, no. I, I, one, I had no idea that was happening. Two... Uh, the, they're obviously ramping up the preparation for the T20 World Cup. Yeah. Uh, is, it, is it winter next year, isn't it? Yeah, yes, that's next year. Yeah. Nice. Um, so, I, I just find T20 is, is international T20 is quite a strange thing now. I like, just don't get the impression that anyone really gives a shit. I think the World Cup's good. The World Cup is a good spectacle. Yeah. Uh, enjoyable. The games are usually quite intense, but like... Well, it's like in domestic cricket. You have the... 2020 competition or whatever and everyone enjoys it but no one really ever bothers otherwise do they yeah like who has a friendly who has warm up T20s and that kind of thing just but to be fair England have now got a pretty exciting T20 squad I think because of the way in which we've kind of said people can go play the IPL people can go play the Big Bash and we've got the the T20 Blast has ultimately been a pretty good success I actually think oh this year definitely yeah and uh, I think we've actually produced some pretty good players so new to the team 
Uh, Tom Banton. Tom Banton. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, we called him out. The very, yeah. One of our first off, shows off after the big match as well. After the uh, it's a big one. Um, so I'll, I'll be excited to see how he goes. Somerset wicketkeeper batsman. Um, the games, if you're listening in the UK and interested in these, uh, start at one in the morning, one in the morning, one in the morning, five in the morning, and one in the morning. <laughs> Uh, well, if I happen to be up particularly late on any of those, I might consider it. No, but, but the, the, knowing the ICC and the boards, they've been like on a Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I probably won't watch. I might watch some highlights and stuff, but that's uh, not really my bag. T Twenty. Um, the more important stuff, I suppose, uh, after the Ashes, anyway, and and at the beginning of our new two-year cycle. <laughs> and the uh, Test Championship, don't forget that. Yeah, uh, I shouldn't forget that. Uh, I chastise myself for getting <laughs> such an important tournament. Um, of course, the Test against New Zealand aren't actually part of the yeah, Test Championship. Semantics. What? Yeah, <laughs> did you not know this? I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, they're not listed as one of our opposition for the Test Championship, so we're so just we playing them for fun. Game, yeah. That is ridiculous. <laughs> Why are we going to the other side of the world for something that just doesn't matter? Well, oh, we're going for the T20s and then we're just playing some warm-up tests, you know? Yeah, uh, it's a good question. I have not, no one really knows, do they? No, um, there's no real reason. Yeah, I, I, I'm actually stunned by that. Uh, and I'm, I'm not at the same time. That is completely in keeping with what happens in cricket. Yeah. Okay, um, so in terms of the team we're taking... So there, we've got some new men in. Do you want to... Uh, you, you probably know the new man, but should we run over them? Yep. Um, so Zach Crawley is in. Yep. Opening batsman at Kent. Uh, Matt Parkinson, the leg spinner, is in. Never heard of him. Uh, Lancashire. Lancashire. Bowler, yeah. Uh, Dom, you have heard of him. Dominic Sibley. Yep. Is in. Finally. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I bloody say. Tom Bunsley. <laughs> I think he batted for like 500 more balls anywhere else or something like I would be a thousand more books. Oh, he just, he just, he just <laughs> it's the bit where someone, someone sit there going, "I don't trust data. Yeah. I, I don't trust data." Yeah. Well, no, I, I heard this as well. Uh, it was one of the England candidates, the coach. We'll get to that in a second. But Alex Stewart, because he was at Surrey. If you don't know the story of uh, Dom Sibley, he started at Surrey and was like their next big thing. He was mm-hmm. a yeah. prodigy. Um, they signed an overseas opener uh, after he broke out in or broke through into the team. I can't remember. Dean Elgar? It might have been Dean Elgar. I can't remember. Sanger Cara was there. A couple of years ago. It was a little while ago. Uh, And and it was about the time when his contract was up for renewal. So he just broke into the team. I think he scored a double century on his debut. scored a few runs. Yeah. Um, And he allegedly, uh, I've heard this through some sources that are quite close to Surrey Cricket Club, but not not me. It sounds like sources close to number 10. It's it's not in the... It's a man with a membership. But basically, basically, Sibley demanded that he had a contract that said he got to play every game in the championship as an opener if he wasn't injured. And they were like, right. well... No, we <laughs> see you later. Recruited, uh, whoever it was. I mean, that is, a, rid- that is a ridiculous demand to make. Um, you know what? So I don't think it is. He, he you know said, what? I don't think it is. He said, well, fuck you then, and went to play for Warwickshire. I've done that. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what I would have done. Um, yeah, I mean, we have to remember that the guy was like 18 at this time. So what? He had a little bit of a lull after that and it's only sort of the end of last cricket season 2018-2019 I think he got like nine matches which was a century in all the matches or something like that, that he's broken through again and then had a, like a great summer this year mm-hmm. but um, it suggests he might be a tricky character uh, mm. but anyway so with that in mind uh, back to the original point Alex Stewart said there's doubts about him at test level because he's got a bit of a weird technique Right. I don't know what that means exactly. Alex Stewart said it was something about him shuffling across 
Is that um, just a bit bitter? I sounded like in the interview. I think it sounded a bit like it. And like the 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 weakness he outlined was that like sometimes early in his innings he's a little bit iffy, like on his off stump and just outside his off stump. You mean <laughs> like every other like everyone, like cricket. even Steve Smith. <laughs> um, so we'll see how that goes. Um, which is I, which is strange because obviously at the moment you've got people like Rory Burns who's a weird tinny. Yeah. Steve Smith could not be strange. I mean, Alex the Cook had a fucking weird technique. But in three <laughs> shots, it's just like nope, not but anything else. Uh, Trescothic, not well, exactly probably, orthodox. Yeah. 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 Um, anyway, uh, so that's Sydney. is what I'm most excited about. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, I forgot to mention Pope's in. Pope's yeah. very exciting as well. Yeah. Uh, so I think they'll probably come into the team for the first. I'll be surprised if they're not playing. Like, I think that they they must yeah. see Pope as kind of the new the, the, the saving grace. Um, the Messiah. Uh, the Messiah. Yeah. So, but, but so I'm guessing if Bearstow's not in, Butler will be keeping. Yes, with, that's, that's with, yeah. with Pope as the backup. With well, yeah. So I don't yeah. know. I mean, I don't know how you. Feel. I mean, I. I presume the plan is to bring Sibley in for Denley. Or yeah. bring Sibley and Bearstow. It's deadly in the, 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 the travelling. Yeah. We'll get to that. prediction of the last show is that Denley's not playing again. We're both quite excited about Sibley, or we're all quite excited about Sibley and Pope, I think. Yeah. That's fair enough. Um, the slightly more wild card picks Crawley, Parkinson, and Sakib Mahmood. Anyone got any thoughts? So Sakib Mahmood is. He's had a good season. He's a quality player. I heard, and I'm, this might be wrong, that he's got the 16th best average of English players in Division 2 in the Championship. It's not the best, is it? When you look at it's not, uh, not great, but, <laughs> but like we said, data is nonsense. So no, yeah, I, I get that. I was, uh, I was watching him a couple of times for Lancashire. He's clearly a good bowler, yeah. and if you've got if you've got someone like Graham Onions and Jimmy Anderson kind of bowl, like teaching them as they're coming through, I can imagine he's going to be pretty good. Um, he's not the fastest bowler in the world, but that might not make any difference. You've got a bit of control. Um, Parkinson, the granddad, after all. Parkinson, I presume, is in there as the backup spinner. Yeah, but we just love picking a leg spinner. Like, uh, yeah. we pick Mason Crane? Like, uh, we're just Ian like Salisbury. <laughs> we're just like this, we need to blood in these, this youth quite quickly. It's the shame on um, legacy. Uh, my He's fo- still haunting yes, us. They're still looking for the both of them, 81 and Flint off 05. Yeah. And we're still looking for Shane Warren and Richie yeah. Benno. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, they, they put Marcus Stoinis, for goodness sake. Um, um, I don't looking, know who that's supposed to be. Yeah, what is a Marcus Stoinis? Who knows? <laughs> uh, interestingly, though, you look at kind of the spinners England are picking and all that kind of... Look, my favourite thing recently was Monty Panesar had an interview saying he's not given up hope of playing for England. You are joking. <laughs> no, I know the man's a bit dim, but that's just off the chain, yeah, isn't it? Uh, that's stunning. Uh, there are rumours, and this is jumping forward a little bit, that Simon Harmer, the Essex Yeah, player, he said he'd love to. He has said he'd really to like play to play for England. England. So was it, he's played five test matches for South Africa. Correct. There might be two. It's not very many. But There's he five. There's five, yeah. So looks a bit like a two. <laughs> <laughs> so what? So what does that? So what does that mean? Can he actually play for England once he's lived well, here for I a think, number of years? Yeah, if he gets a residency visa, then yeah, it's presumably the same, a similar route into the team as Joffre Archer, and obviously they cut the number of years down. Mm. Um, he might need clearance from the ICC, I think. But mm. uh, so he he drops. If you're interested in this kind of speculation, he dropped the uh, SA from the end of his Twitter handle. Oh. This uh, speculation on that um, but anyway uh, and the final one in, in the current team anyway, is Zach Crawley who apparently is very stylish 
But doesn't necessarily Max have the record to stack up against other people? No, I mean he's he has performed well this season and he's you know, near the top of the average but there are a number of other players who haven't had the chance like Sam Northeast springs to mind mm-hmm. that have performed Gary Balance, <laughs> Gary, Gary Balance <laughs> as well has performed better than Zach Crawley this season and um, yeah it just seems like a bit of a, I don't know a popularity pick well, do you know what the really strong figure is from this selection James Vince isn't there yeah that is good um, do you want to know, just on, on Crawley just to back up Max's point the bloke in first class cricket averages 31.27 which, to be fair, is about exactly what you need to be in the England yeah, Test uh, team. Yeah, yeah. Um, 36 matches he's played, 61 innings. Only 361 innings. Uh, do you want to know how he finished the season? Please. Uh, so he scored, last few scores in order, 5-3-3-8-2-4-15-0. Not... That's what, I, mean, I would go as far as saying that's a maverick genius pick. <laughs> from Ed Smith uh, come in I, 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 I've heard really good things about him but a bit of defence that uh, <laughs> some, of, some of those scores are in England when they are playing in the end of September it didn't stop Steve Smith did it he didn't, didn't bat in the end of September well, no, their, last, their last match here started or the second last match here started at the same time Ollie, Ollie Pope was scoring plenty of runs in those last few games yeah. while everyone else around him was collapsing um, that's because everybody knows that the pitches in London are flat and they are nice and warm and baked because of the pollution. I think we'll find them playing in Somerset. So they're, they're the men in. Uh, do you want to do the men out? Bearstow. Bearstow. Gone. Yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah. Bear's gone. Uh, Shame folks know. wasn't in there though. Yeah, that's just no folks. Yeah. What's he um, done? He must have slept with someone's wife. Stone. It's the only reasonable explanation. Ollie Stone not in there. Oh, he's been injured, hasn't he? He's been injured. Yeah. He, I think uh, he fractured his oh, back like uh, yeah. oh dear, what's his face? Uh, and Bomber. obviously no Jimmy Anderson as well. Uh, possibly the end of Jimmy Anderson's test career? Yeah, you know, he's going to have to come back. No, I, I think, um, He'll have a swan song, won't he? I think England are too sentimental now. I think yeah. they'll definitely play, yeah. play him. Um, Might be his last Ashes. And then the, the two noble... Well, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't pick up the Ashes. You're not, you're not taking Jimmy Anderson to Australia. No. There is not a chance you're taking a 40-year-old Jimmy Anderson <laughs> to play the Have fucking Have you seen gamma. how many wickets Darren Stevens has taken this summer? Yeah, but not in Australia. <laughs> if Darren Stevens gets a contract in the Sheffield Shield and takes a stack for I'll be like, do you know what, maybe there's a bit of legs for this. But imagine Jimmy Anderson coming up in Perth and just going round the park. They'd have to pick Stuart Broad to wheel him in. <laughs> <laughs> The college just, just can't believe the cooker bro is not swinging. <laughs> um, Butler and Beth Denley retain their places after sort of iffy summers, but they both yeah. kind of finish well. And yeah, they kind of just managed to scrape. I, 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 I don't know, probably. You're only as good as your last test, unless your yeah. last test was shit, and then you're better than that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't mind. I don't mind the pick of Butler. I, quite, I, I rate Butler, um, but Denley, joke pick. What what is he doing there? Uh, yeah. Uh, so that's the team. Mm-hmm. What else is new? Well, spoons, 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 <laughs> spoons is. Uh, so other thing So this is Chris Silverwood. His nickname is Spoons. He's the new. Uh, so he's been promoted from being England's bowling coach to being their head coach. So replacing Floppy Hat Bayliss. Um, is that his official nickname as well? No, that's his name by Deedpole. He changed it during the summer, actually. Once they won the World Cup, he got a tattoo and changed his name. Floppy Hat Bayless. Floppy Hat. Uh, news to me. News to it. But I want to know, 
I don't know what's behind him being called Spoons. There's obviously the bit of Silver Spoon, blah, blah. Yeah. I'm liking to think that actually, after a hard day, he finds the nearest word of Spoons and has six <laughs> couple of points. <laughs> leave um, means leave to Chris Silverwood. <laughs> <That's the best. laughs> he almost certainly is that. Uh, <laughs> um, so he was, um, he was the England bowling coach uh, from early 2018. Yep. And that's where um, he developed a really good friendship with Yuri Geller. And, uh, <laughs> and actually developed this real fascination with bending spoons for us. Um, it is a little bit meet the new coach, same as the old coach. Yeah. But England do that a lot. <laughs> well, do they? I mean. Oh, oh, what do you mean, do they? Moores came back. All right, okay. Um, Andy Flower. Andy, was Andy Flower involved? Or was he? Well, Andy Flower is still part of the England setup. Oh, right, okay. So yeah, he okay, was. No, he, no, he was yeah, there he is was, a job to the boys sort of thing. Yeah, like, a, yeah. Normally, we don't just promote the bowl. Normally, there's a, a weird and wonderful choice, or someone does something sensible and brings in uh, someone with a good idea. Um, I, but not this time. Apparently, the, or, the, or the information that, that I have mm. uh, from sources close to the England team. <laughs> <laughs> now, these ones are, I just read this in The Guardian. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, 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 the sorry stuff, I genuinely have a source. Yeah. Yeah. I can't reveal them because I'm a proper journalist. Well, very good. <laughs> But for this night, no, that did, makes one of us. Yeah, I did just read it in the Guardian. Um, apparently, Giles basically just wanted an Englishman. Yeah, and, and, I've, and heard I've heard the same. I've heard the same from uh, from sources close to they, BBC journalists. They felt under pressure um, after appointing eight overseas coaches for the uh, the Hundo. Um, so they yeah. went with that, and they didn't fancy giving Peter Moore's a third stint. <laughs> They asked him, he was busy. Uh, they expect Collingwood and Thorpe to stay in place as well, so that's good for continuity because we're doing so well uh, mm. in the disciplines they coach. Uh, in my opinion, this is just a classic case of cricket nepotism. Yeah. This is exactly what would happen at any club. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like you just get the next old man who lingers around the team to do it. Yeah, they like, just say, oh, sorry, Clive died. <laughs> <laughs> Colin, it's time to stand up and you've got to do this now. Uh, except it's much better paid <laughs> you have to do media interviews <laughs> yeah you don't have to go put the covers on at the end of the game yeah. or put the chairs away and you, and you can kiss goodbye to your family for nine months of the year um, there were some other candidates in the running I'm like look I'd finish the sort of slagging off of Silverwood with like we, we don't know how it's going to go we don't yeah, really I mean you might do a crap I don't know anything about the bloke <laughs> so, so when he took over he took over when Essex were yeah. in division two yeah um, Got them promoted, them the and then they won the first title. Was it ever or like in, in, the, in twenty five years? Twenty five years, and now you look at the things he put in place. I mean, I, I mean, they say they say that things put in place. It also helps that Alistair Cook, the best England batsman <laughs> ever, just came back to the yeah. same. They've got Simon Harbour in place, Jay, uh, Proctor, yeah. but you still got to win the games. So yeah. fair play uh, too. I think it's important to say that, like you know, the, with all, all the what we're saying, I don't think it's anything on Chris Silverwood so much as just the England setup yes. and the way they've approached and it. The other thing is with a team. 20 thing coming up there is an argument given how well the summer went from a white ball perspective that you maybe don't completely change course <laughs> uh, there's, there's definitely you, I mean you can there, you can see a logic yeah, behind there was some good stuff there one of the one at least of the key men in place to, mm-hmm. to at least get through that um, but it's been a while since we've had a complete car crash in, in charge of England so so looking forward to it <laughs> yeah, I, I see uh, Owen Morgan staying on as well as Captain yeah he is staying on um, um, that's probably good. I think. Yeah. I've, got a, I've got a theory about that, but I'll come to it later. Okay. So, I mean, Gary Kirsten was interviewed. 
Yes, Kirsten was interviewed and Alex Stewart was the other one. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad Alex Stewart hasn't been given it because clearly he's doing quite a good job at Surrey of bringing yeah. true talent. You don't want to lose that, do you? Not at all. No. And, and, I, and I must, as much as uh, I don't particularly like Surrey as a, as a county, because, I mean, you support the max. Who does? Um, they have just bought in Hashim Amla. Oh, haven't? Oh, oh God, that made me happy. That is, like, so, what like, a signing like, that is. Who needs Dom Sibley when like, you've got Hashim Amla? Like the twilight years of uh, when Sangakara was decided, you know what, I'm just going to get a nice pay packet. Like, and what, loads of runs. Just watching, just watching yeah. Sangakara play. He's going to oh, be the same for Hamler. I, I might upgrade my membership to a county champ one next um, Do you want to know, so we've done the coach, um, Wisdom did an article about the five key tasks he'll have. Do you want to know what they thought they were and whether Silverwood can carry them out? So Win the 2020 it? World Cup. Well, no, it's not Win the Ashes game. back. I'm just going to read them out. And for 200 pounds. So first, fix England's batting in test matches. Uh, interesting that they've appointed a bowling coach to, to <laughs> do that. Mm. Um, I think that might be one of those things that's like unfixable. Task two, find an identity in test matches. So I think that's uh, uh, I mean, our identity has been found, mate. We are we are look okay, collapse, <laughs> bowlers help so us think, out, we lose painfully. I think the point here uh, they sort of elaborate on this. Um, apparently, Bayliss wanted to do this, like try this total cricket idea where you basically pick just sort of the eleven best cricketers, like the Galacticos. Yeah, but like you're not you're not like who's the best batsman to bat. You're just like oh, Ben Stokes is good, Ali's good, Rashid's good. Current's good, Wokes is good. Get them all in. Like we don't. Like, doesn't matter where they're playing. Like one of them will win the game. Okay. Um, so apparently, Wisdom said that England actually tried this for a test in the last twelve months, but I can't find the one it was where we played all of these wild cards. So it's kind of like put enough energy in this reactor, <laughs> yeah. and something is going to happen. Yeah. It works notoriously um, well as in cooking as well, doesn't it? <laughs> but what they're saying is that England needs to sort of decide between this sort of like pack everyone in or. Or do it properly. <laughs> I think you, I mean you've touched on it a number of shows just around that kind of the the mates kind of system they've yeah, got in place. Yeah, so there's no yeah. way Bearstow should be in the test team. There's no. just no, that's just not a case. So he is mates of root. Sorry, maybe. <laughs> uh, third, gear up for the T20 World Cup. That's pretty obvious. Yeah. Um, four, plan for life after Broad and Anderson. Mm-hmm. So Wokes, fine. He might be good at that. I think as a bowling coach. Yeah, uh, hopefully we will get we'll see some stuff there. I think, I, think, I think England have got some pretty good bowlers coming through. But um, Archer will be fine. Don't and then finally, it. and I think this will be a big one, uh, going to India. Can he find a way to win? Because we this summer we've or this winter we've got New Zealand and South Africa, which are probably apart from maybe the West Indies at the moment, England's two favourite places to go. Abroad. Yeah, because they're the most similar. They're to similar. England. Neither of those teams are like. I mean, South Africa were good recently, but are probably in a little bit of a dip at the moment. I think they're I both think... places that England should go and think we can win these series. Mm-hmm. Um, India, though, in the, I think in the last four years, they've only lost eight percent of their tests at home. So that's a massive challenge. Like winning, if you can win one test there, it's it's almost as good as um, winning the series. Yeah. Did you, uh, so so South Africa uh, there at the moment and kind of getting pummeled by yeah. by India. They took it to day five, and true. Yeah. But, but there was also I think uh, their opening partnership was worth like three hundred and sixty or something. Yeah. Um, but A B de Villiers was interviewed in the press and was just uh, so. How come I'll think, come and play for them if they want? It's, <laughs> <laughs> it was just so. Uh, why do you think uh, why do you think India um, so so play so well at home? 
and they were just because they his quote is it's because they've got such constructive and positive relationships with the groundsmen. I've turned up before on a Friday, playing on the Saturday, and the pitch hasn't even been cut. You couldn't even tell which one it was. <laughs> A.B. De Villiers, a little bit, little bit bitter, I think, in there. Um, but you look at when we last played there, Cook obviously scored a ridiculous amount of runs, but we had two incredible spinners. Like, yeah. very, like, as much as I took the piss out of Monty earlier, he was amazing. Graham Swan, one of the spinners of our generation. Yeah. We're going to have Jack Leach... Simon Harmer, maybe, maybe I don't know. Don Bess, Mason Crane, oh. Parkinson. Like we yeah. need, we need to find a good couple of spinners from somewhere. Uh, yeah, um, Joe Denley, Simon Harmer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, that's, um, so that's that's England's. Well, where England are with the Test matches, we'll continue to monitor that as we go through into New Zealand for the big five match T Twenty series that we're all looking forward to. I think we should. Um, Facebook live stream it <laughs> all, all three yeah yeah, we should, yeah we, should, we should watch it do a preview show live stream the game do a post match show for all of those two twenties. yeah if you, if you like we'll, we'll run a poll on our Twitter site uh, at the cricket pod and if you want that <laughs> we will uh, we'll, 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 we'll think about it yeah. maybe what we should do is live stream the whole tour so just have one of us on duty at all times monitoring Twitter and news sites just to see what's going on. Just, I think it's fine. <laughs> yeah. I think it's fine. Maybe, maybe we'll put the expense account trip to New Zealand just to follow around the yeah. ground. Uh, that's, uh, that is England and New Zealand. Um, should we do one more thing from the sphere of England cricket before we, we go on to, to the little bits and, and wrap it up? Matt, um, some stuff happened in the 100 this week. Yeah. Uh, I, I believe... Uh, as a lover of the hundo. Oh, boy. <laughs> boy, do I love the hundo. Just the thick concept of the hundo. You've not actually seen any hundo or played any hundo. Just the very idea. Just the idea it fills of me with joy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a wonderful number. I mean, just try it now. 100, 99. Everyone loves 99. So immediately, first ball, you're going to 99. Yeah. 99 problems, but 100 balls ain't one. Because you're really <laughs> <laughs> Or one ball ain't one. You are, you, are, you okay, are you okay, yeah. Jack? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Shall I get on with yeah, the Yeah, tell, tell us about the hundo. Yep, the hundred. Uh, coming to our screens next year, whether we like it or not. But uh, in advance of that, we've got a sneak preview of the kits. Hooray! What do we, what do we make of those? Um, well, first of all, you've mispronounced the way the hundo should be pronounced. Sorry. Yeah. So I mean, El Hundero. Just like women and children can't count to 120, they, they find the word hundred with its seven letters. <laughs> Quite different. I mean, because you remember, you do remember the concept of overs with six balls. No. Well, they couldn't do it, could they? Oh, so yeah. I mean, was so, shock horror. So, hundo, H-U-N-D-O, yeah. five. Oh, so was it, it Strauss that said that? Or was it Paul Downton, or whatever his name is? Paul Downton, I think you made that up. Tom Harrison? Tom Harrison. <laughs> no, Paul Downton used to be one of the, well, or used to be the guy. Uh, Isn't he the one who runs the Abbey? Terrible. Absolutely <laughs> terrible. Yeah. Uh, right, so the kits that have come out. So, I mean, first of all, should we cover what the names are of the different franchises? Yeah, I don't know them. Can so, someone run through these? Welsh Fire. Okay, yeah, well, that makes sense. Dragon. Yeah. Manchester Originals. I don't understand that one. Can you no. explain that? There must be a reason. Um, well, I think it's because there's such a big thing in the 90s around wearing Adidas Originals. And then they've actually... Was that the reason? Genuinely? No, that's not the reason. Obviously. <laughs> I'd reason. buy it. it? Like, uh, Leeds Superchargers. <clears throat> Isn't I, that the rugby team? No. Is it Superchargers? I thought they were the Rockets. No, no that's Trent. Right. Trent Bridge Rockets. Uh, what, is there a... I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yes, it's Trent, Trent Rockets. Um, what's the London team called? 
There's London, two of them. So London Spirit. London Spirit, Spirit of Cricket. That one actually makes sense. It's shit, but it makes sense. Okay. And then the sense. Oval Invincibles. What? I thought they were London Invincibles. No, Oval. Oval Invincibles. <laughs> oh, what were they going to be called? Originally? Oval Greats. Oval Greats. They changed it. Yeah. yeah. And okay. uh, Southern Brave. Oh, these are shit, aren't they? Birmingham Phoenix. That's that's the other one. <laughs> yeah, the sighing. Yeah, I mean, the sighing is so bad. It's quite hard to take the piss out of them. Yeah. You know, like how <laughs> Trey Parker and Matt Stone say that it's very difficult to take the piss out of politics. It's, it's, it's making South Park's got harder and harder because yeah. doing a satire of current events it does it itself. Yeah, it's just impossible to make it more fucking ridiculous. Than yeah, Donald Trump like literally saying, "Yeah, I rang the president of the Ukraine to try <laughs> to get him to give me some dirt on Joe Biden." But actually, it wasn't me that was corrupt. Like, it's <laughs> like, um, it's the similar here. Like, what are you supposed to say? They've invented a cricket competition that nobody fucking wants, everybody hates. Yeah. It's, it's a post about it on, on Facebook and Twitter, and people fucking slag them off. They've got shit kits, they've got shit fucking names. Like, um, half of them aren't yeah. like, they've got like incongruous names. Trent. What is Trent? Is that a bloke from Los Angeles? Trent Johnson, like, isn't it? Trent Rockets, <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, fire. Need, need a fridge? I can sell you one. <laughs> well, fire is it's the southwestern team, but like nobody in the fucking southwest gives a shit about Wales. Nobody in Somerset or Cornwall or Devon is like, when I grow up, I want to be Welsh. <laughs> Think it through. And the Southern Brave. We're from the south. Like me and Ross, we are born in. The south of England. They're not we, brave, we, let me tell you. What, why would we have affinity with a team that play in Southampton? Just call it. They might as well just be like, do you know what? Let's completely go down the stereotypes. There's a call to the Southern Softies. Everyone would be like, fine. People would yeah. be on board with that. Yeah, yeah. People would laugh. Be people would be like, do you know what? That's all right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think our, our opinion on this is pretty clear. But, but I don't uh, know, what's the, why, why are they doing it? Like, what, what is the. I mean, on a serious point here, we've pointed out all these glaring, obvious flaws. Uh, we've been taking the piss out of how it's for women and children, but like really, it just treats them like fucking morons. Yeah. Uh, and T20 cricket's twenty balls longer, more widely accepted, <laughs> yeah. and in, in many ways more accessible, particularly with respect to all of the cricket that exists historically. I've, no, I've, said, I've said it before. I've yet. said it before, and I'll say it again. The same people who are <laughs> who think Brexit is a great idea, the same people sitting there going, "The hundo <laughs> is exactly what's needed." Well, they they yeah. just seem like they're annoyed that they that T20. And they, they they weren't the people to make it amazing, and right. they want to just turn around and be like, do you know what? We'll start something else. Well, uh, yeah, it doesn't. We'll start something else. Um, I, I feel like it would be so easy to just do a T Twenty competition. I mean, the other thing with this, most people, when they enter into sport and they're interested in a sport or a new thing, um, say like I don't know, someone who's never watched football before, they they watch some football matches. They maybe they're quite like probably at the moment they'd quite like Liverpool or Man City because they win a lot, they play attractive football, they score a lot of goals, you have to have fun. What they'll probably then do is sort of look back at the history of that club, learn a little bit about it, learn around the sport. Um, if you just fucking invent a new sport, essentially, like that's sort of roughly attached to the old sport, but like with no significant, uh, nothing that significantly ingrains it in the public conscience, and and it's overlaid with this thing that that, like, that, that does or underlaid rather with this thing that does exist. Uh, and does have history and people do identify with nah, it just seems like such uh, like a, a, a stupid 
Yeah, way of thinking about. It. I think we all we all agree it's it's valid, it but we we haven't even got to uh, <laughs> the worst bit, which was the point that I wanted to bring it up in the first place with the kits, which is the sponsors. So the ECB, in their infinite wisdom, have decided it would be appropriate uh, for a, a tournament aimed at children uh, to, to get them into cricket in a world of increasing child obesity to sponsor the kits with snacks. Are they, so this this isn't dissimilar for other competitions though. Like McDonald's sponsored the FIFA World Cup, Pepsi and Mountain Dew have sponsored to go to the IPL and stuff like that. So well, I know I get this, yeah, but but I don't agree. Why, with why it. are they all? Well, that's the, the only this, thing. The only thing because, because, because he couldn't turn around and someone goes, "Oh, hi, we're we're Bearstow and Johnson, <laughs> the solicitors from Leeds, and we've won the bid to sponsor the Leeds team." <laughs> they couldn't do that, could they? Well, no, but like, in every other sport, it's not like like lots of Premier League yeah. football teams are sponsored by bookies, but not all. Not all of them. They've not entered. Like, you've got some tyre companies, some I mean, airlines. It, you know, it's all like it, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense that you make them all sack. Surely, as well, um, it can't have made the most commercial sense to just get snacks. There's only there's I, only one thing that I can think of that maybe <laughs> answers why this has happened. Willy Wonka was organising the commercial deals. Like nearly, yeah. No, I'm just thinking like uh, maybe in some meeting someone suggested they could rope in KP to represent one of the teams and some like poor intern oh who's God. never heard of cricket I'm, in- I'm instantly not laughing at which this. is yeah which is the the actual target audience after all <laughs> just got the wrong end of the stick and decided to uh, pop chips on the agenda um, <laughs> I, I hate you for doing yeah, this well but no, 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 this going to wait, yeah. <laughs> it's just for, it's for me it's just further evidence that decision making uh, in, uh, in the ECB just skips a few sanity checks because um, I think we we all agreed that the holiday was nuts to start with. He's spent the whole afternoon doing yeah. this, isn't he? But 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 this this takes the biscuit, right? A um, hundred built on a bad premise. They've taken cricket, and in order to simplify it, they've just changed to rules. Um, and then pop corny names on the end of cities. Like it's like the ECB is just going to jump through hula hoops to ensure it's the the ultimate laughing stock. I like, I've, I've always wanted to go to an uh, away Ashes series in Australia, but like with all this going on, I, I don't see how a how, how can a pom bear to show their face over there after after this. I, I, I just, yeah, I just think we should maybe we should just concentrate on Test cricket, which is. Oh, so I want to jump across this. The, the, the real McCoy. This I want to jump across this table. Right. Can just I destroy you? That, that is that's, that's the death of the podcast. Yeah, that was unbelievable. You've, you've, you've just heard a murder live on air. Yeah, I've got one more thing to say about this um, <laughs> from a commercial standpoint, which is really ultimately what the ECB is concerned by. Mm-hmm. Let's look, go through these, and like, I don't know this for sure. Maybe someone can contribute, but like, KP nuts. Everyone knows who they are. Tyrrells, people know that. Why are fucking skips, hula hoops, <laughs> pop chips, and pom bear spending their marketing budget <laughs> sponsoring the fucking Southern Braves? So, so I've done little to no research in this, but I can imagine. <laughs> but, but looking at those, I can imagine that someone like Unilever or Procter and Gamble own more than one of those brands. So, yeah, well, do you reckon the one of them they've just got? I, in, I reckon right? they might have just gone to Unilever. It's like. What products do you want to put on these guys? <laughs> and then one of it, as you said, an intern's gone, I know KP, instantly we'll, t- we'll do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, unreal. Uh, I would not be surprised. Unreal. Um, uh, so, so coming, uh, I remember, the, I mean, obviously the sponsorship is ridiculous. Yeah. And Max, do you know, as much as that was ridiculous, 
very well done. Um, I would like it if technology had changed so much that they could then justify doing something like this. Like if they had like in the crowd, so if you had like projections which had like hoops, oh, for packets example, of crisps. No, not packets of. I hate you so much. Uh, but if you had that like, in the crowd, so when you hit a six, it was like in a designated area. Actually, that was eight runs. Or they had the technology that you had like a drone flying well, overhead. Yeah, but it was that bit where you're talking around. Did you come up with a hundred? Maybe I did. Maybe. <laughs> but just that if something was a bit different. But this is just cricket with a few That's less balls. It. Yeah. This is not very smart, is it? It's a beautiful day. Let's go outside and play. Got the stumps. Got the ball. Yeah. Got the cricket bat. Yeah. Then we're okay. okay. Let's, Let's go outside and play. Ball, ball, ball. Slap, slap, slap. The hundred. Oh yeah. Ball, ball, ball. Slap, slap, slap. The hundred. Oh yeah. I'm hooking up with my gals. Now listen up, I'm with my pals. This song ain't no joke, cause we're all so stoked. Being with my friends is just the prize On a day with no flies We like to have fun outside When the sun's nice and high So get your cheeks off the seat And let your body take the beat Ball, ball, ball Slap, slap, slap The hundred Yeah Ball, ball, ball Slap, slap, slap The hundred Oh, yeah You know, this looks yeah. pointless to an extent But it's just easy It makes me feel good about myself so we're coming to the end of uh, a long cricket podcast. Illustrious podcast. Yeah. Uh, it's, been, it's been a good review of 2019 um, with some other stuff uh, <laughs> about... You're so, so infused by it. <laughs> well, I mean, no, how infused can one be about the Hondo and, and yeah. Silverwood? We can't, we can't leave it on that note, can we? Uh, so why don't we sum up some other things that happened? There are a few little bits that have happened this season that we've not mentioned. Mm. Uh, Max, I believe you were at one. Yeah, finals day, uh, the culmination of the 2020 cricket season, uh, and it was my first experience of the Holly Stand. And yeah, it's amazing. Isn't boy, it? did it live up to all expectations. Yeah, it's absolutely. It was amazing. Um, excellent fancy dress on show. There were some Mexicans being chased by a baby Trump on a wall. <laughs> uh, in turn, being chased by a bunch of cardinals. Um, foxes chasing chickens. Just lots of chasing. Yeah. Pretty good. All round, the atmosphere is pretty great. Everyone's there for the same reason. It's, there's no, there's no twenty finals there. <laughs> Anything but that. But it doesn't feel like there's any tribalism between kind of cricket fans, is there? Really? No. I mean, there were a few. Quite good. There were there were a few Derbyshire fans who left early. Did they? Yeah. Really? Yeah. After the semi final, they just buggered off. Why would they bugger off? I mean, I don't like. like um, you get a free day's entertainment. Yeah. Um, oh, they must have just been yeah. devastated. How much, how, much was, how much was a ticket? Uh, 73 quid. Do you know what? That's pretty good. Yeah, quite a lot to go for just one game and leave. But uh, yeah, no, I had a great... I mean, I wasn't particularly supporting anyone. But so just, uh, was, it, was it good? What, what was the key bits in terms of cricketing? Or, uh, or do you not really care? Essex did the double. That was the last thing we wanted to win. Yeah, well, uh, there was a lot of, you know, drinking. So my, uh, my recollection isn't as clear as it could be. But uh, it did look as though in the first game that Hales was going to carry it home for... Uh, knots against Worcestershire just um, getting across the line uh, and very good and then uh, I've clearly rubbed off on you and uh, Murray and Ali bowled beautifully um, took uh, I think we went, went for four and over or yeah, so gave, in, gave in, Worcestershire in a bit of a sniff didn't he and, yeah oh. and, um, and against all the odds Worcestershire made it through to the final um, so uh, fair play to them mm-hmm. uh, second game less close uh, Essex pretty much stomped Derbyshire 
Uh, that wasn't quite as entertaining as alive. the uh, as the mascot race. <laughs> <laughs> Who won? Uh, I think I don't know. The, uh, the, <laughs> eagle, the eagle. Is, is Sonny's yeah, mascot still the pigeon? Is, the, or well, the, the, the eagles did the double. Or it might have been the dragon. I can't remember. But basically, there was one. There was one. Ra- <laughs> Very different animal. Yeah, there was. It was. I, I know. It might. I think. It was have you dragon. ever seen an eagle that breathes fire? No, that's true. <laughs> yeah. the, basically, there was one mascot. Dragon? There was one mascot there that <laughs> basically the only part of the costume was like their head and a bit of a jacket, and they had their legs. <laughs> and, were, the, and the Nike vapors they were wearing. Their legs were completely <laughs> free to run, so obviously they were going to win. Like. Cecil the Lion had no chance fully yeah. decked out in his lion costume. He's Eddie the Eagle and Salazar's his coach. <laughs> that, that was phenomenal. Mascot race is always uh, always a good shout. And, uh, good. Yeah. and then it got to got to the final, um, which looked like it was meandering along to a, a low-scoring Worcestershire win until Bapara and Simon Harmer just just went a bit ballistic at the end an ex-England um, legend and a future England legend yeah Simon <laughs> Harbour had quite the day um, there was also a lot good inflatable game many bouncy balls uh, a few bouncy fish and an inflatable poo emoji as well fantastic uh, and Rob Key tried to make himself popular at the end by coming and giving all the balls back to the crowd So did it work? Uh, well I mean I felt like he was just trying to get attention but we did enjoy it. Doesn't so. sound like Rob. Cheers, Rob. <laughs> Doesn't sound like Rob. Well, yeah, like, great day. day. I recommend, even if you don't like cricket that much, cool. I mean, why would you um, not like cricket that much and listen to this? But. What else do we need to tell our listeners about 2019? Uh, just, in, I think, it's just that message of going, cricket's great. Just, just, like, just look, reflect on what has happened in well, this Well, I was going to say Essex won the county championship, but that's a good point as well, mate. Uh, Ross. Um, there's, there's, oh, yeah. No, Essex won the county championship. Yeah, for the <laughs> second time so, so, in three so, years. So, 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 so close, but the weather, oh, yeah. unsurprisingly, got in the way at the that's end a of shit September. Way, a shit way for it to uh, end, wasn't it? EC, ECB, again. The controversial winter programme. <laughs> <laughs> Before you know it, the county champ will be an indoor seven-a-side league. But again, it was one of those things at the very start of the year we kind of t- talked about there's definitely going to be something that goes all the way to the wire in the county championship and, and something's going to happen. Lo and behold, it did. Mm. Um, but some great cricket was played yeah. and they've had some incredible players. Uh, I mean, Babar Azam playing for Somerset was just incredible. Yeah, yeah. I just think cricket is going from strength to strength and hopefully I mean, the Big Bash is going to start soon in Australia. And um, we've also got the five incredible T20s against New Zealand. IPL's just around the corner, mate. Can't wait. Get back on the. Are we going to pick new teams for next year, or, or are we going to stick with? I'm, I'm going to go to India. I reckon. I'm going to go to India, and I'm going to pod live. You heard it here first. Uh, this has been the Cricket Podcast 2019 Roundup Anthology. We, yeah, we have uh, some ideas, some shows to get us through the winter, or at least until with some cricket. Mm-hmm. Uh, so expect podcasts from us on a fairly intermittent basis. Uh, every two weeks three weeks I think there'll be some high quality stuff though yeah. stay subscribed uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can uh, honestly look like an American radio host <laughs> as ever if you want to get in touch with us at the cricket pod on twitter uh, and instagram or the cricket pod at gmail.com we want to hear your stories of failures throughout the season yeah. thank you very much for listening I'm Jack goodbye Ross signing off for the season and goodbye from Max the American radio presenter <laughs> You're live on TCC. That's a joke that only works if you're here. <laughs> the people listening, they Ross just said it. I did say it. The Cricket Podcast.
that I think it should never be permitted to happen again. That is very good.